Hey y'all, hey, it's Danny. Hey guys, it's Drea. And we're back for another episode of Spin the Bottle. Our bubble of random facts, favorite things, lyrical songs, and of course, rants on rants on rants. Today's show is about feminism, which I'm actually really excited about because I find that over the years, my views have really changed about this. And I'm sure you guys will have a ton of jewels that you can take away and talk about with your friends. So it's going to be great. Yeah, I think today will be mostly about exploring what it means, why we consider ourselves to be feminist or nah, and how you two can support the women in your life and how you absolutely can't support the women in your life. So let's get woke, Dre. That's probably the opposite of lit, isn't it? Yeah, but we can be both, right? There's got to be a word for that. Dre, I think there's a word, some type of word, perhaps a word of the day? Absolutely. Today's word of the day is erudite, which means having or showing great knowledge. Ooh la la. Mm -hmm. In other words, Danny and I are going to impress you today with our erudite knowledge of womanhood, being women, you know, and it's about to be lit. Boom. There we did it. We were both. (laughs) As you guys know by now, Dre and I love a good quote. We are lovers of words. And this segment is one of our favorites because we particularly stand for words that are finely put together. It's a thing of beauty. Yep, absolutely. We created words to live by so that we can share a few of the thoughts and quotes that really resonate with us. Okay, me first. So I have two that really kind of resonated with me mm-hmm. for a few different reasons. So I'm going to read one. Okay, okay. Which is a little, okay. I'm just Wait, can it. you do one and then I do one and then you do one and then? Yes, okay, okay, we okay. can. I think that's a great idea. So here's my first one. And this is a quote by Pat Robertson. (laughs) Feminism is a socialist, anti-family political movement that encourages women to leave their husbands, kill their children, practice witchcraft, destroy capitalism, and become lesbians. Dang. That is one heck of a quote. (laughs) What is that even about? We don't want to live by those words. So tell me what happened. So here's the reason I brought this quote up. Mm -hmm. Um... I think a lot of people have a narrative about what feminism is and it's Mm -hmm. somewhere kind of involved in this and particularly if you are a Christian you may have heard some very like crazy things about what feminism is absolutely um and that is not none of none of this is accurate nah not like one part of what he's saying is correct or accurate and so I brought this quote up to kind of dispel that myth that's crazy. That's very like the fact that this is an actual driven. quotable <laughs> is mm-hmm. nuts. Yeah, I know people have said worse, but it's I hearing it separate from everything else. It just sounds really harsh. Okay, here's my first one. <laughs> I'm tough. I'm ambitious. I know exactly what I want. If that makes me a bitch, I'm okay with that. Madonna, hell's yeah. Why I brought this up was because I. I think that sometimes people, women, (laughs) we are talking about women today, women sometimes feel like they have to be nice or sweet, or at least I know that I've felt that way before. And I love that she's okay with getting the job done. 
And if you meet a guy that's tough and ambitious and knows exactly what they want, it's not very often that you'll be like, that guy right there, he's a bitch. Like you won't, Mm-mm. you say, oh, he's tough yeah, and he's ambitious, you know? Yeah. You say he's not here to make friends. You, oh, you, you <laughs> yeah. So I think it's just an interesting, it's okay to be proud of having ambition. It's okay to be proud of not taking what you feel is an excellence. You know, you don't have to accept that. Agreed. Be, be Madonna. Okay. <laughs> be Madonna in the eighties. Oh, so good. Eighties and nineties. It was a magical time. I mean, I, she's cool now. Okay. Um, okay. So my second one is feminism isn't about making women strong. Women are already strong. It's about changing the way the world perceives strength. G.D. Anderson. I love this. Here's the thing. I think for a very long time, there's been a prevailing narrative that women can do everything that men can do. And we're trying. So there's like this thing about like us trying to be like men instead of like understanding that we are strong. We've always been strong and changing the narrative about what strength looks like. Like we have our own skill sets. So it serves us all better. Not for me to try to be a man. I'm not a man, Mm -hmm. right? But for me to stand in the strength and the identity that is me as a woman and being proud of that rather than trying to mimic a man. That's that's just not going to go well. You know what I'm saying? I like that. I like that too because it makes me think about some... I read in a book somewhere about how women have just this inner strength and everything about a woman is built for her to have inner strength. Like she has a womb in which she grows life. Yeah. Like it's all on the inside. And there have even been studies that show like women are typically have, um, are typically stronger when it comes to like pain. All of um, mm-hmm. what was that called? Pain tolerance. Like pain tolerance. Yeah. There also are certain emotional things, stuff. emotional things like just stronger. We handle and, it better. Yeah. And I don't know if some of that is from just cultural things like a lot of the things that we bear are kind of more emotional but I like the idea of celebrating the separate strengths that men and women have versus trying to be like a man yep you know that's kind of cool agreed so my last quote is and you'll know this one she was warned she was given an explanation nevertheless she persisted (laughs) Mitch McConnell Thank you, Mitch, for trying to silence Elizabeth Warren um, in the Senate. Like, what? First of all, I'm going to buy a sweatshirt that says, nevertheless, she persisted. Nevertheless, she persisted. He really did unknowingly give women this sort of battle cry. Yeah. Because that is, if you didn't know the context, and in a few years, people won't know the context. It'll be like 20 years down the road, and somebody's like, man, that Mitch McConnell, she was warned. She was given an explanation. And nevertheless, she persisted. Like, that's going to be someone's mantra. Absolutely. Maybe and, the next right. female president. You know, like, who like can you imagine? You it see, could go so many ways. It's going to go so many ways because even, like, I want to put that on my wall. First of all, knowing the context is really important because when you try to shut someone down, for doing something, by the way, that I can't believe that they tried to say that she was speaking poorly about another congressperson. It's like, insane. like, have you heard some of the things those people say to each other? It's insane. Doesn't matter. Also, the letter was already on record. In the- <laughs> it was already so. on record. <laughs> it was crazy. Didn't whatever. But the fact that um, this can be used to say, okay, I've fallen down. I shouldn't just quit. You know. Nevertheless. 
You know, that's like somebody telling you no and you keep going. Yeah. I love it. So thanks, Mitch. You're the best. So tell us, what are the quotes and sayings that have you shouting, yes, queen? We want to know. Shoot us an email at ddspinthebottle at gmail.com and we will share your feedback with the rest of the tribe. Teamwork makes the dream work, you know what I'm saying? Alrighty, guys, it's time to spin the bottle. D, can you get us started with the categories for the week? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so for starters, we have currently crushing. Giving a little insight into things that are currently tickling our fancy. I feel away because people are crazy out here and we need y'all to get it together. All about the Benjamins, baby. Money or whatever. We are all grown and we need our pockets to reflect that. Jewels by DJ Khaled. Giving credence to the oddly inspiring and noteworthy, noteworthy sayings (laughs) of young DJ Khaled. And black cinema. Melanin magic on the silver screen. Basically, Viola. (laughs) Davis. (laughs) Let's spin it. Okay. (laughs) All about the Benjamins. All about the Benjamins. What? Do you think All About the Benjamins as a title shows our age and we should have something a little bit more youthful? Uh, No. I am proud of my age and that I come from the All About the Benjamins era. Okay. It's a fantastic time. I appreciate that. Okay. Thank you so much. Plus, we're not that old, guys. What's wrong with you people? (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, this is like a little, I don't know, jewel, if you will, a little something. We got jewels all day. Everybody knows that one tenant of um, responsible money management is saving. It's important. Everybody needs to save money. And if you feel like for whatever reason you do not have enough money to save consistently, a really awesome um, option that I use um, in addition to my other situations are two apps that you may want to check Shut out. Shut your face. You have apps too? I do have apps. Are you doing the Q app? Not Q. Oh. I do ca- I do Acorns and Capital. That's Capital. Q. Is oh, really cute. Yep. Girl, yep. we got the same all about the Benjamin. Oh my gosh, we I are love so it. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, go so ahead. We can talk about this. Go ahead. So incremental savings is important. Now, the Acorns app is really cool because it will round up your change and then it invests it for you, and you get to see your little portfolio grow. I have had it for I want to say about seven months, and let's just check my account balance. I'm going to tell you what's in there, just by rounding some change up. As of That's today, your checking the account balance music. I have $294.49 in what? my Acorns account just okay. by rounding little change-ups. So what are you going to use that for? I don't know. Oh. Right now I'm just enjoying watching it grow. That's beautiful. And then there is the Capital app, which is Capital with a Q, you guys. And this one you can set certain goals. And it again, you, you can set the boundaries within the app. Um, how much you want to round up, how often, etc. Mm-hmm. And so for instance, I am working... Um, one of my goals on here is a travel goal. And so um, it inserts money and it's incremental savings. So it's really important to be fiscally healthy. And this is a really easy way for anybody to just save money. Even if it's slow, it adds up. It adds up. Between these two accounts, I have like $400 without even really thinking about it. So, That's great. Um, yeah. yeah. I really like 
the Capital app. I just signed up for it and I'm setting up my rules and also I'm getting my husband to set up his rules so that we can be on the same page. Because I think what we found is that we may, we're really good at sitting down and doing a budget and figuring out how to get to zero. So everything has a name. That's one of the things that I learned like with Financial Peace, Dave yeah. Ramsey. Yeah. He was just saying like, you can do it every one your money. You just have to make sure that you know where everything is going. And so if you want to do a travel fund or a clothing fund, that's okay. Just make sure you allocate money for that. Mm-hmm. Don't just let money be wandering around in your account and you don't have a name for it. So we name all, we name all of our money, but when we spend less in a particular area, we don't necessarily go back and say, oh, we saved this amount of money. Yeah. Um, let's put it somewhere else. And so then we realize that, that money just kind of like disappears and we spend it. We don't even know how we spend it, right? So I think the Q app will be really helpful for that. And I like that you can um, set goals like I have a spend the bottle goal to save up for some things. And I have um, a travel goal. Um, and I'm thinking about setting up some more smaller things uh, that, you know, that I want for myself. So I think that that's really cool. I'm so excited that we were on the same page. Yeah. We're Apps. so connected. <laughs> Apps. Apps. So Every yeah, little bit counts, know. guys. It's important. And I would love to hear if there are other apps or other ways that we could kind of make our financial life easier. Sure. Um, we really want to do more on this and talk about how we can, you know, attain, attain our goals with money. I mean, I have some debt. I want to break that down. And I've been really, you know focused on that and trying to get rid of my debt so yeah it would be nice to know what you guys think about different apps or different books things that we can do to kind of educate ourselves agreed all right shoot us an email okay d let's get into this conversation what does feminism mean exactly okay so if we're going with the textbook definition Feminism is defined as the belief in the social, political, and economic equality of the sexes. Right. Now, what do we think feminism (laughs) means? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so I think feminism means a lot of things, actually. Mm -hmm. And one of the things... um, while I was doing research for this episode that I realized is there are a lot of different factions of feminism. Feminism is a little bit of an abstract idea, I think, for a lot of people actually trying to figure out, like, what exactly is it? Because there are a lot of different types of feminism, even. So I think for our sake and for the context of, like, this conversation, um, for me, feminism is simply really advocating for women (laughs) and believing in certain things so when we're talking about equality i know a lot of people say well you're not equal to a man you're different right it's there's an argument that it's like it's not equal it's different Mm -hmm. and so embrace that and we covered that earlier um one of the biggest things i know um is an issue is wage disparity and i have a little a little statistic that i think is important um so I think everybody knows about Sheryl Sandberg and her book Lean In. She talks about it. It's kind of become a big thing in the mm-hmm. business world for I women. Have many, many views. And about you'll it. hear all the time, okay, women earn 78 cents for every dollar that a man makes. Mm-hmm. But if we unpack that a little more, that's only somewhat true. So 
A white woman makes 78 cents Mm -hmm. to a man's dollar. A black woman makes 64 cents to a man's dollar. And a Hispanic woman makes 54 cents to a man's dollar. And this is what we're talking about for the exact same work. Yeah. That there's a problem there. Mm-hmm. So feminism is bringing light to these kind of issues. It's advocating for women. It's believing in equality. And I don't know. It's just, I think, bringing a lot of women's issues to light mm-hmm. and to the forefront and kind of demanding a seat at the table in certain respects. Mm-hmm. If that's an easier way to break it down. Yeah, I think that for me, feminism is about having a better quality of life for women. And that's just not in the United States. That's like around Everywhere. the globe. Um, and a feminist is someone who believes in those equal rights. I have a problem with people who who say that, you know, things are fine the way they are, that women don't need like we're equal already and they don't see these little issues that are still happening and I think in a lot of ways it's just an understand like I'm thinking about the wage issue Mm -hmm. and just that is that is that disparity because people place value on a certain type of person is it because I know with Sheryl Sandberg lean in is mostly about like taking responsibility for your career and really like going for it and believing that you can Mm -hmm. um and is, is it because we're not asking for more money or is it because people don't value our work as heavily? I think the answer could be a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. I guess it always depends on who's hiring you. So they say women are statistically more apt not to ask for a raise or not to be as aggressive in that right. department with the negotiating of their salary. Mm-hmm. And again, these are this is not to pinpoint anyone. We know there are women out there who ne- who don't necessarily do those things, but overall, they're saying statistically speaking, women are less ac- likely to ask for a raise. Um, women are also less likely to apply for jobs that they don't feel they're mostly qualified for. Mm-hmm. Whereas a man will apply for a job when he has maybe 60% yeah. of what's required and believe in himself to make the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. Women are a lot more analytical and... Um, judgmental of themselves so I think there's a lot of different factors that tie into what we're talking about and I think the important thing to identify or to or to say is that just because we've made a lot of great gains Mm -hmm. (laughs) doesn't mean there's not still work to do Um, yes we can't be sexually harassed anymore and that's awesome. You know, I know I know for a lot of people, they feel like there's so many things we can't do with women anymore. So mm-hmm. what's the problem? That doesn't mean there's still not a lot of work that needs to be done. And especially in the day and age that we live in uh, with social media and Internet and advertising and public. There's so many things where, you know, women are silently accosted mm-hmm. all the time, all the time, all the time. So bringing light to those issues is I think all of that has to do with feminism. No, I agree. And I, I do feel like a lot of that starts in your belief system and kind of like how you've grown up, what yes. surrounds you, the images that surround you. I don't think people give enough credence to what they're surrounded by and how it affects them, whether it's like the music you listen to or the conversations you had growing up or like the different gender roles that are um, that maybe were in your family for years yeah um and even the ones that are reflected back to us like on television like it's all around us and for the longest time i did not call myself a feminist and i still don't necessarily say oh i'm definitely a feminist that's not how i identify 
But I will say that I'm all about human rights. I'm all yeah. about equal rights for people. Um, I marched in the Women's March. I believe in that because I, I think there's something to acknowledging that this is a real issue for people. Yeah. Um, and you can't deny it. It's just what you were saying earlier reminded me of just the conversation about racism and how people are like, oh, we're, you know, racism doesn't exist anymore. Look at all the strides black people have made. Sure. Look at all of the barriers that have been broken. And on a tangent, I do feel like because we are so vocal, like African-Americans are so vocal that we get a lot of um, there's a lot of resentment towards us from other races yet those races still benefit from the things that we stood up for 100 percent. that's a tangent but i just it just it sort of irritates me that people want to um be part of the growth and be part of the transition to better and higher places but there's like not this willingness to sort of fight for um the same things that we're fighting for Hmm. that irritates me to no end um but which is why I support a lot of the things that feminists sort of um, that they stand for because I'm a I feel like I'm a woman. I'm a and woman. Whether I like it or not, there have been a lot of um, a lot of great strides that people who are clearly feminist and and always say that they are and have st- and have stood for that. Um, there have been a lot of things that I've gained simply because there were other people willing to fight for Absolutely. me. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. So I guess my personal history with the word is. Um, <clears throat> I think I've always felt that there were some w- weird stereotypical things that if you say you're a feminist, then you are. Yeah. I also always felt like uh, feminists were trying to be men. Mm-hmm. And I just like didn't want to do that. Like, I don't want to I don't want to be a man. I want to yeah. be a better version of myself. I want to be able to have access to the same things that they have access to. Sure. But I don't feel like I need to um, be exactly like a 50 year old you know yeah white man like I don't need that and I I agree with that I think we got a lot of we got a lot of um there was a stereotype that was around feminism I remember growing up it was like oh those radical crazy women Mm -hmm. who Who burn their bras who burn their bras and don't shave their armpits and like random stuff Mm -hmm. that has nothing to do with anything Mm -hmm. um who hate men and they want to see women run the world and you know um but just for a little for a little feminist history um you're right we did benefit from a lot of stuff and so i I looked this up and they said the feminist movement is usually categorized into three movements um the first one was in the late 19th century which was um the struggle for rights to vote Mm -hmm. a big deal it's a huge deal (laughs) big deal we definitely we definitely i mean that's huge so that was the 19th, early 20th century. Then the second wave went through the 60s and the 70s, and that was debates about abortion and equal pay. Mm-hmm. Again, very huge deals, both mm-hmm. of them, equally for women. And then the third, they said, beginning in the 1990s and is associated with the emergence of the emergence of alternative feminism, such as queer and non-white feminism. Mm-hmm. Actually, non-white feminism has been, I think, around, around for a very long, long yeah. time. But right. so there are different because, ways. Because like when, when, when white women were still at home like who were they hiring to work for them who had to leave their homes and mm-hmm. work Black and if women, you look if you look with like support their families yeah anyway 
No, it's non-white feminism has been around for a while. I don't think that's the 90s. But mm-hmm. you get my gist with the waves and like the things mm-hmm. that have come. So while people are saying, oh, feminism, it's like, yeah, these feminists are people who helped us get the right to vote. That's a really big deal. Or who were talking about abortion. Really big deal. Equal mm-hmm. pay, how we feed our families. All really big deals. Um, and even bringing conscious dialogue about being queer being um a non-white feminism like a feminist being so whatever that means you know across all different um races and things it's i I just think that it's gotten a bad rap and that there have been a lot of benefits (laughs) that we've been able to glean right so i I think what (laughs) what for me like feminism is a little bit like if you're um at home it kind of looks like you know, hey girl, let me do the dishes because I understand that you're working and you've had a long day and because I'm a partner, I want to be supportive. Yeah. And But I do feel like there are times when we make feminism about, a lot about gender. When that's yeah, not, it's not necessarily the question. It's I think not. there is a conversation to have about gender roles because I do think that we put men and women in these specific sort of categories or this is what you can and you can't do and yeah. I know that I'm guilty of it and there's certain things that I feel like I should I don't want to do or I shouldn't do but I also think that there are other issues and what you brought up was really important just the right to vote um to hold a public office right to own property <laughs> yeah like there are lots of things that men said that we couldn't do because we weren't strong enough to do we didn't have the wherewithal or the intelligence or whatever. The right to be educated, right? Yeah. Um, and to have rights within marriage. Absolutely. And even outside of marriage. Like, it Absolutely. was a long time before a woman who wasn't married to the man she was living with could even, like, what's that called? Common law? Like, could... Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, there are so many different things that... Um, because of feminism, because we have women who stand up and don't and are not silenced that we have today um sexual harassment like that's a huge it's a huge deal conversation especially right now um there's so much there's so much systematic oppression for women especially especially on college campuses that it's that i'm now i i always had this understanding in college of there were women around me that were being hurt and yet i i didn't do anything about it Hmm. and it wasn't like i was like oh yeah like I don't know. It's not that I had the responsibility, but you never heard about what was going on in our campus and you never heard. You just kind of knew, oh, so and so went to this party and this happened. There were these little conversations. Um, And I just am so proud of the way women on college campuses have just kind of stood up. And even those women who've been hurt in different ways have just started to be more vocal. And that's been something that we've seen now on the news yeah um and people and like speaking truth to power and calling out campuses who have allowed it to go on under the radar mm-hmm. yeah i think i even in my freshman year there was a girl whose parents um were fighting the school but it was like not widely known that they were fighting the school about wow. what had happened at this for this party it was just one of those things that you know you kind of blame women for and i honestly guys i'm i i'm a victim for of uh just like the assumption of like categorizing like a type of woman sure because they dress this way or are saying because you know they carry themselves this way but i am also a person who says you know consent is key key (laughs) all the time yeah you know yeah 
it's just it's such a that's such a precarious and sensitive and dangerous conversation because there's both oh we we could spend all day actually talking about that because there is so yes consent always and you never want to vilify the victim right right but then there is but there is and this is with men and women this isn't a gender thing there is personal responsibility for certain decisions that you have to make and and watching yourself and that's both ways you Mm -hmm. know what i mean um so i'm not saying if you get drunk you deserve for something to to happen to you Mm -hmm. not at all and whoever the perpetrator was that's a problem right Mm -hmm. but when you're inebriated and when you're out of your senses and things happen or there's a lot of things that are blurring judgment and facilities and senses it can get tricky and so there is personal responsibility for you know hey if i'm out and about like as a woman here's the thing there are certain things that we just do if i'm out and about and i don't know where i am as a grown woman i'm not going to be drunk i'm just not not yeah not by myself not in the and i'm not again let me be clear i'm not no i I know what you're saying of the things that are happening but there are certain things that need to that you need to do to protect yourself and i know that there's this conversation of like this rape culture that we have and there's a conversation of like well i shouldn't have to feel like that but the idea is you shouldn't have to feel like that but but it's true exactly and so you in it's, the same way, it does that, suck. and it's really, it's really nice to have people who are fighting for you and, and are and really standing up against that type of culture. But in the those meantime, idea, in the meantime, right, right, it's the in same the way we don't want to have to have conversations with our children about how to conduct themselves with the police. We shouldn't have. We to. don't want to. We shouldn't. But, but that doesn't do. mean that we shouldn't do but it. But we do. Right. But right. and it and it needs to happen. And right. so, you know, in the same way, it's you know, you hold your drink, and there are all types of things where it's like just as a woman being out mm-hmm. that I'm very aware of yeah you know it's sad that that we live in a world where these things can happen but the challenges that i have with feminism are that we often i don't know if there's like a blanket solution for the problems that we we encounter all the time and i also feel like the intersectionality of you know black feminism yeah i shouldn't just say call it black but just like women of color people of color there are lived experiences that other people are not willing to acknowledge and i feel like sometimes there's a lack of empathy um that real really strong feminists don't have they just don't have the empathy or the willingness to like evolve or the patience even for someone who's like who's a who's just decided oh yeah i'm definitely a feminist i'm for equal rights for women but i also love beyonce like why why can't you i feel like that sense of that freedom that is taken away and that was yeah i was actually gonna say i think one of the biggest evolution yes yeah and also somewhere there can be a lot of like silent judgment within the faction of feminism itself right so it's Mm -hmm. like we have these amazing women (laughs) (laughs) who are like you know Mm -hmm. who are fighting for our rights and that's great but then there's but this is what a feminist should look like and And i can't stand that and that's doing the same thing that we're fighting against right so here's the thing there are very conservative you can be a very conservative feminist and you can be a woman who says hey i my goal in life is to get married and to have a baby and raise my Mm -hmm. family 
And a lot of judgment comes with that. Like, oh, you're just a housewife or, oh, you're just a mother. And we fought and and it wasn't we so fought that you could do that. so that you yeah. so that you could do that. But that's not what the fight was. The fight was to have options. Right. And the so fight was about respect. In it was about respect ways. and having options. Yeah. So it's one thing to say you have to be a housewife. That is all you will ever do. You don't get to go to college. You don't. That's a very different argument than now you can do what you want. And right. if what you want looks like, hey, I don't want to go to college. I'm not interested in that. I want to be a wife mm-hmm. and I want to be a mother to my babies. And I want to cook my husband meals and, and clean the house. There is nothing wrong with that. Zero. There is zero wrong with that. If you're a pr- very prissy, pretty, Beyonce loving, like you can be all of those things and be a feminist. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we need to like not be judging one another about what a woman looks like. Because now the pendulum has shifted to the other side where housewives are being shamed and stay at home women or women who lack ambition or, oh, yeah. so you never wanted to go to school. So you never wanted to do anything for yourself. You don't, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. um, and that it go it goes back to I like to take things down to like what what's the base level what's the base reasoning which is why I said it was about respect yeah. and being able and um, being able to give people just the option and the freedom to say that I want to do this versus doing this and no one should be thought of as less than and looked down upon because they want to make their husband a stake. You know, and they want to be. I want to make my husband and stay. They, right, and that they want to be in heels or whatever. That's while they're not, doing it, <laughs> while they're doing it, and maybe sometimes <laughs> after. Um, so that sort of exclusion really, really bothers me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, and I go, and it goes other ways too. Like women who are housewives who don't feel like, and I don't know, maybe that's just like the that's anti-feminism. I don't know, but I I think we get into this place of judgment yes from the other side so then if you're a housewife it's like yeah well this is why society's dying because Mm -hmm. of feminism and it's the breakdown of moral values and a woman's place is in the home period and that's yeah and that's that's why everyone's shooting everyone else and it's it's the blanket statements that always get across everything this is not just a feminist it's race it's everything it's these Mm -hmm. blanket statements um that really are damaging for everybody because it's just more it's more complex than that and we yeah. have to give room for gray in in these or or more than one option it's not oh well these feminists came along and burned their bras and you know got us out and this is why the and united they, states and, just and the world shave. is in decline they just won't shave and that is really ruining the fabric of our <laughs> and is it just that <laughs> of our families is it, it is. just that is i think it, that's it that's it did a lot of things not did a lot of other things not happen you know and at the base level, I feel like people are just, in general, really afraid of change. There's no acceptance for the difference in beliefs and how they add to society. And that just irritates me. That even happens a lot in Christianity as well. Oh, gosh. Just like, don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started. And we started. always go back to this, but I don't, and I don't really want to go back to it. But it just happens. No, like, there's no individuality none. that we so say, we say that God loves so much. And the ability um, to have... To have meaningful dialogue and conversation about, it's funny, everything, a lot of stuff in Christianity has to be wrapped up neatly in a bow. It has to be, this is what it is and this is what it's it's not. Because it's simpler to It's simpler to deal with rather than the wrestling of things. A very big and contentious thing right now is just the face of Christianity and what Christianity looks like. A lot of evangelical Christians 
in our country vastly represent what the church looks like, I hold really, really high issue with it mm-hmm. because there's so many places, even within Christianity, that I'm like, I completely disagree with you. Mm-hmm. I'm a Christian. When and was I, the last time you watched TBN is what I want to know. It's been a while. <laughs> okay. It's been a while. I think I think there's this there is this there is this picture of what Christians look like. And it drives me crazy, actually, because Mm -hmm. in some places I disagree so strongly that I don't even want to be associated with that. Like to me, that is not no Mm -hmm. like, no, I know one very big thing. Um, going into another thing with the women's rights is reproductive rights and abortion and birth control and many things, right? Where the church has a very, they have their stance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and this could be debated a million different ways. But I think the action, the, so the, a lot of the argument is we're not going to provide birth control. We're not going to do this. We don't believe, obviously, in abortion. That's a huge one, Roe versus Wade. And I guess my my whole question about that is, um, if you are pro-life, right, and you don't want to have an abortion, and you believe that it is not um, God's will, it is not what it should be, and it's murder, okay? Let's go with that. Fine. Then don't have an abortion, like take a stance like I understand I understand you taking a personal stance it's difficult for me um when people try to put their religious beliefs on other people who don't even sometimes necessarily hold the same religion as you do or Mm -hmm. abide by the same credence and say my bible says to do this this is what I believe and so you can't do it and try to enforce it in the government I have a really tough time with that if that makes sense like that is your belief. Mm-hmm. And there are ways. If you think that abolishing um, Roe versus Wade is going to stop abortion, it's a ridiculous, it's it's not going to happen. It didn't stop it before. It's, it didn't stop it before. before it's not going to stop it after. And so this grand, well. like, we're fighting for life and we're fighting for the, un- and here's the thing. If a woman is going to change her mind about an abortion and all of that, probably having picket signs outside of Planned Parenthood saying you're going to hell is not going to help with the decision. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I want to hear some more success stories about that. Right. How successful that was. Like, that's not, you're not getting, it's like this righteous or this faux righteous indignation thing that we're on the side of life. And it's like, you're being hateful to these women. You're being hateful to people. And here's the thing. Let's get outside of this. Let's get outside our Christian box. What if I'm an atheist and I don't believe in God? You're trying to tell me that because you're a Christian and you believe that this is what needs to happen, that I don't have a right to make a choice. That's kind of ridiculous. It's it's preposterous. It is. It's preposterous. And here's my thing with that. Again, you are entitled to your opinion. But when you are trying to put your opinion on other people Mm -hmm. in a way that like diminishes their ability to make a choice for themselves and their rights that's where i always hold issue and that is with gay marriage that's with so many things where it's just like then you are you're so against gay marriage don't be gay and get married like why are you so concerned about these strangers like people you don't even like Mm -hmm. it it frosts all my cookies like it drives Mm me crazy it really does frosting your cookies um people need to have the right to make choices yeah period you it, I really it, do. People need to have the right to make choices. And the only thing that's going to happen if Roe versus Wade is overturned is women are going to go back to finding methods that are unhealthy 
to abort pregnancies and to to stop pregnancies. It's not going to stop abortion. No, it's not. It's not. It's totally not. It's um, not. So the challenges with sorry, <laughs> I went no, on a soapbox so moment. Apologizing. I just it drives That's me crazy. That's why we came here today. <laughs> no, the challenges that we face with feminism, um, just the exclusion. Like, and what you're saying is what your opinions how your opinions attempt to diminish my own ability to make choice i think that happens whenever you are um i guess when you ever identify with like a particular group that you can be one of those people that's like well if you're a real feminist then you wouldn't support this if you're a real feminist then you wouldn't do that um so to overcome that i feel like we have to there has to be just more openness to have a conversation and I feel like there needs to be some equipping of how to have a conversation sure um how to disagree without like dissolving in like anger or even or like different pers- factions or even like personal attacks because I think sometimes we hold our opinions and beliefs so dear that when someone disagrees with one of those things it becomes like they're saying that you are less than because I don't agree with you not sure. to say that doesn't happen that totally does happen. listen in a totally transparent moment on something unrelated, I have had that very struggle with Trump supporters where I have to like oh, yeah. check myself. Like, what kind of person like, are if you? If you told me you voted for Trump, I am making all types of vile um, conclusions about your so, character, about sure. what you really believe. And so mm-hmm. for all of us, when someone has an opinion that is not ours or votes away or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just it does life in a way that sometimes may either offend us or is totally different. It The onus is on us to also check our foregone conclusions and our presuppositions about like what that what that means and what that looks like. So it's scary. It's scary. And that's why I think having a voice and being able to 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 share your opinions and your conversations and just having like understanding for people is going to be super helpful for you in in getting over the challenges of wait, how do we get to Trump? The Trump presidency. Yeah. I think we got to Trump because we're even with one, the Trump- we're talking about feminism and there's been a, a complete a, attack on just women standing up for themselves and even, <laughs> and, and even for like the reason people are worried about Roe versus Wade is one it's been said that's one of the things that people want to get rid of sure. which I think is ridiculous but when when these things come into question we know that if we just lay down and we don't say anything like what happens no, the you person, have to say something you have to you the have to speak up wheel, gets the oil gets but taken care of we also have to be open to and this is we have to be open to talking to those other people <laughs> Do you and know that's what I mean? the hardest part and that's the hardest part it's right. not it's it's not okay this is letting my voice be heard right mm-hmm. because when you let your voice be heard and only your voice and then you surround yourself with people who only have your voice that's how you end up having a cacophony of craziness like we have oh right now like the challenges are one getting over yourself enough so that you can listen to another person's point of view i feel like there's got to be some once you feel less attacked once you feel like you are um that you have a voice that you have some power that you can do something if you don't feel hopeless then i think it becomes easier for you to not make it um to not make feminism about like everybody's out to get you yeah you know yeah, I think once you start making it, stop making it about yourself. That's a way to kind of um, get over just the differences that people have yeah. when it comes to. And another thing that um, that's important to know about 
feminism is it's not just like you said earlier it's not just about females right Mm -mm. so it's about understanding like equality gender all of that so what that also means is just like we have suppositions and just like we have things that are put on to us as women men have those too yeah. They have confines as well. Again, Feminism advocates about, for that as well. Not just about you making it about it's it's about your whole. husbands, it's about your brothers and your you know what I mean? It's about all of your us. Kids. And the effects that gender has on us, the effects that, that that stereotyping have on us. Men have, I'm sure, um, they have a lot of boxes and a lot of confines and a lot of things that men do do and don't mm-hmm. do and you And we don't talk about them as often or at least I don't I'm not a part of those conversations where we're like man it's so hard to be a male you know um, and maybe Im- that's because there haven't been any places created for them to say it's so hard to be male and um maybe that's because we a lot of women don't feel like it's challenging sure and so we don't need to make a space for that but I do think that because of the roles because of the very specific categories that we have for you to be a man within this yeah. box i think yeah. it is i mean we we know a variety of men um and we and it's hard for them to just be themselves and absolutely if, you know maybe they're not you know running up running k in every every single day maybe not you know what i mean maybe they're not in the gym every single day um maybe they don't go to work and stay home and take care of their children like individuality yeah that's all i'm saying yeah the acceptance of like I, I just feel like compassion compassion freedom um i mean i know one place i've been very guilty evolution. of this with men what? is even the expression of your emotion and what it looks like to express yourself as a man mm-hmm. um you know how i am about crying it's something that <laughs> i don't know what that is i don't know where it comes from um and I'm not a big crier and we've talked about this and we joke about it on the show, but it's Mm -hmm. like, if you're a man and you're crying too much, I have a problem with that. Like, but why he should be able to express himself however he wants to express himself. Like, I don't know where that mental block comes in for me that it's like, why are you crying? That's where it came from. Yeah. (laughs) Like what is, what is, what is, why the tears, why the tears? Like what's happening? You know, this it's a real thing this idea of strength that we put on men what mm-hmm. that needs to look like and it's like listen if they need to cry or they need to have a moment crying is cathartic for me i don't do it often but when i do i generally it feels feel better mm-hmm. so it's like you know the it, there's this culture this hyper machismo thing that goes on especially in america with men where it's just like that cowboy thing that like gangster thing that whole like i show no weakness ever and we know that no person <laughs> No person, male or female, can like withstand that. At some mm-hmm. point, you're going to crack. And how that manifests, who knows? I think it manifests in the worst ways. I think that's I why agree. we have so many. Do- like We have a lot of what problems with sex. I think that's a huge thing. Um, because men aren't necessarily allowed to express themselves. They don't know. They don't know what to do to express their emotions. And I'm not saying that they are now absolved of personal responsibility. No. But I do think that that all comes into play. We used to have conversations about rape or harassment and just, I don't know. It's, and I'm not it's saying very, very it's tricky. It's, it's very tough. tricky, but we're all affected. So we all have to think yeah. about how we are showing up in the world. And then, because like you said, like having an issue with crying, you know, that you're not the only woman that feels that way. One. But when you catch yourself, um, even like putting another woman down, here's one thing that I found about myself. Like I, 
Melania Trump, I was like, okay. Oh, judgy First, moments all day. So many judgy, judgy moments. Judgy moments. So many yeah. judgy moments. And then I realized, like, you know what? She's a if not like there are many things I could probably say about her, but everything that I think about her is based on like some 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 base stereotype. It's because yeah. of my own anger. Yeah. I'm saying that she obviously can't be very smart because blah blah blah. But like, where is that coming from? That's like because that's, you made a choice that I would never have made. It looks different than what I. It looks I, different, yeah. and, and that's that's all that it is. And yeah. so catching yourself in those moments of like this isn't the way I should be this isn't the way mm-hmm. you know this isn't what um the highest thought that yeah. I can select this is not the highest thought yeah. that I can achieve so catching myself even sliding her in those ways that's what I'm talking about evolution all of us you for know? all of us yeah like it's, it's one thing to have a prevailing thought your entire life it's another thing to realize that that thought really places judgment on other people yes and then pivot and decide to change yes so we can definitely i think that's very, one of the we the, one very of the ways judgy. you get over the challenges very judgy oh, yeah. of ourselves and women listen we can really give it to each other oh, so kindness kindness grace <laughs> you know working oh, on it there there aren't many i love women and there aren't many women i get judgy with but i find the ones that i do it's really hard for me to come out of and I will say it here, even though we said we would not repeat their names Ooh. on this show. Ooh. The Kardashians. Oh. The Kardashians mm. are women that I find myself judging all the time. All the time. Like all, all, all the, time. the time in my mind. Yeah. Um, it's fine. We're just all going to grow. <laughs> We're going to grow. <laughs> We're going to think Is it kinder fine? thoughts, no. better thoughts. Listen, I'm not saying that I need to change my position on what I will and will support with regard right, to right, them. Right. That's you know? true. You do get and you you have the right to do that. You have the right to be like, no, I'm not down with that. But it's like it. you can't be like, that's not a woman or that's not a. You exactly. know what I mean? That's where it gets which is, you where know, like, mm-hmm, yeah, stop. yeah, you can't say that. Oh, she's not. She doesn't care about women's rights. Do you see what she? Yeah, I mean, she's anyway. Did you see what she's wearing? Did you see Kim, how she tried to break the internet? Right. All of that. All of that. Ultimately, women's issues are really people issues. Um, And you don't have to be like a hardcore feminist to support women trying to become better versions of themselves. Whether you're a housewife or a CEO. Period. And... It's on all of us. It's just, guys, let's be better people. Let's just be good people. Be good people. People who care about other people. There's only two genders, men and women. You know, happy, fulfilled women make the world better. For men, too. (laughs) Happy, fulfilled men who have space make the world better for themselves and for us. Like, the better, listen, we're, it is a, we do better together. You know what I'm saying? It really is we true. We all do better together. And so if you have a whole half of the population who feels marginalized or unappreciated or doesn't have, you know, the things they need to be their best, then guess what? You're not getting the best of them either. Mm-mm. So it's advantageous for us all. I think the, that every type of feminist is needed except for the ones that make you feel bad for choosing a lifestyle that doesn't really abide by the definition of what it means to be feminism and not even the definition because the definition is totally in the right i believe the definition is perfect but it's more of if you we don't need those people who say that because um you fit this stereotype or these because you don't fit these rules then you're not a feminist like we don't need people doing that um it should be more about freedom 
and less about you should or shouldn't do. And it should really be more about um, people and less about words, you know, more about the individual, seeing yeah. people as valued members of society and not just a blanket statement and blanket word. And that's something that I have to work on, too, clearly. We're just all trying to be better, y'all. We're trying to adult better, mm-hmm. make the world better for my beautiful God babies and my nephew and all of the kids that are coming behind us. You just want to leave it a little better than how you found it, you know? Right. <laughs> it's just... And just because I fight for, you know, my rights for, for better wages, for the ability to have choice, doesn't mean that it should affect how you live your life. No. Right. And I get the conversation of people are like, oh, I don't want my taxes to pay for that. Like, I think that there's some validity there. But I also feel like it doesn't it doesn't make you less than it doesn't make mean that your life is going to be less great. You know, it doesn't mean what I think a friend of mine posted something on Facebook like equality is not pie. It's not <laughs> just because I have some doesn't mean that you're not going to get any. Yeah. Like, it's not the same thing. Uh, and I, I, I don't know where that mentality comes from. Um, I don't know where that comes from. I'd like to think more about it and talk more about it. But I mm. think that there is a sense that you're going to bring me down, you know. So or I, I'm going to lose what I have. I'm going to lose what I have or something. There's going to be loss. Um, and it's going to be on my side if I allow you to marry who you want. So and we get really people get real scared with loss. Loss is a challenging where so. the loss comes I'd, I'd like to have that conversation i would mm-hmm. i really would and i don't mean that in a way that it's like but what does what does, i know i want to understand what does that take from you i do want to understand and maybe yeah. it's just the like maybe perhaps it's simply as black and white for some people as like no it's what the bible says and so that's it or mm-hmm. what they think that, i don't know but I'd be interested to hear from someone, like, what do you think to gay people getting married is going to, how does that affect your way of life in any mm-hmm. way, shape, or form? I don't know. I, I'd love to open up to talking to people who, you know, I guess we would probably be those crazy liberals if, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I try, so funny. I just try not to label myself, but I do think. No, I'm saying I don't think so. I'm liberal in some ways and I'm very conservative in others. Like I'm all over the place. Depends on what issue you get. It's hard for me. It's it's hard for me to just ascribe myself to this faction of they're this group of people. Like I don't ever do that. Yeah. Which is why I kind of um, shy away from saying I'm a feminist. Yeah. But I think I am in a lot of ways. I think I am too. For sure. I'm more feminist than not. I'm more feminist than not. Let's make a t-shirt. And listen, men, you guys can join join on in. <laughs> there are plenty of men who are right in the women's march. Let's be clear. I just want to go back to that takeaway. <laughs> you know, um, it's for all of us. Mm. May we love better. May we be better. May we do better. Listen, listen. Okay. Just <laughs> signing off. <laughs> So listeners, tell us, would you call yourself a feminist or not a feminist? Do you have any issues mm-hmm. with feminism? Where are your challenges with feminism? Where are your challenges? Let us know. We definitely want to hear. Yeah. Connect with us on our Facebook page, Spin the Bottle Podcast. Or you can always have these conversations with us on Instagram or via email. You can email us at ddspinthebottle at gmail.com. We'll be right back.
Okay, Dre Day, it's time for another spin. Mm-mm-mm. Here are the categories for the week. Now remember, we always take out a spin, so we are not going to do all about the Benjamins. Great. Currently crushing. Giving a little insight into the things that are currently tickling our fancy. I feel a way because people are crazy out here in these streets and we need y'all to get it together. And Jules by DJ Khaled, which is, you know, saying really great things about the DJ because he says really great things to us. <laughs> <laughs> and black cinema, my personal favorite, because black people are magic and it's even more magical on the silver screen. Okay, let's spin it. I feel, feel away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Drea, what do you feel away about on this day? So many things. <laughs> but more specifically, I feel away. And I realized this when I was on the train. I've been trying to take the train a little bit more when, and going downtown and doing certain events or whatever I try to get on the metro. And I honestly feel a way about people who feel like they need you to listen to their personal music selection in addition. Like, where, where are your headphones? I don't, need a, I don't need you to blast Bad and Bougie on a train with me. Now when I'm trying to read my book. Now when I'm trying to get into the headspace. Oh, so, wait, oh. the music just on speaker? Yeah, just on speaker. Just oh. like I have a Bluetooth speaker and I want to share this country selection with y'all and I don't care <laughs> if you don't like country and I've always like even you know the guys that ride down the street with their boombox on their um, bike I'm not so mad at them because they're like on a bike and they're going places but like we're at the store or we're at we're on the bus and it's like a closed space yeah but you want to be like bitch 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 ma. I don't it's not my type of I don't want to do that I don't care if it's jazz. I don't care if it's country. <laughs> I really, I just, I don't care. It's just the fact that you think that we all want to hear that makes me. It upset. is a little presumptuous, isn't and it? And I feel a way about people who just need to have a personal soundtrack allowed for everyone to hear. Yeah, I don't need that. I definitely feel a way about it. I'm with you. I was definitely gonna be like this, <laughs> the old woman on the train. It's, excuse me. Could you turn your man, music down? Could you? Would you mind turning that? Would <laughs> <laughs> you mind turning that down? Trying to read my book. Sure. Um. Yeah. So I feel away. Personal space is important. Don't accost my ears. Don't accost my ears. I'm with you, honey. <laughs> I'm with you. So anyway, that's what I feel away about. <clears throat> okay. So mine is gonna be a little bit of a bridge. It's a little bit of a Ooh. melding pot, if you will, between I feel away and hypothetically speaking. <laughs> I cannot wait. What, what is I it? need to say as of as of now, and I've been feeling this way for some time. What is it? Is that Rebecca from This and This Is Us and I have beef. Like we have bona fide beef. I don't uh, What is it? What episode? Tell me what. Tell me how. It's just I'm not going to give spoiler alerts for people who haven't watched. Okay, okay. I just I can't with you, ma'am. Like I can't. Do you feel I, What is it? What's the just, what's the feeling? It's 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 I don't understand why you think some of the decisions you make over and over again with regards to Jack are all right. They're just not all right. 
Like you're not. Well, what does from what I'm seeing here, there's certain things where it's like you're not an awesome partner for that at all. Oh, and I feel I, bad. I do feel like this is us. Is a lot about the dad and us being in love with him. Perhaps. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. Perhaps finish it your could be my obsession with him. This. this is you. I just feel like her approaches to things, and then it's like, I don't, are you caught up at all? Yeah, I'm totally caught up. Okay, I know great. exactly why you feel this way because I was like, oh. So all I'm oh, going to say is like date night, right? Mm-hmm. That beautiful date. And mm-hmm. here's the thing. Let's say this, you have been feeling away and there's some things you want from your husband. Mm-hmm. Did you think that that was the moment? That was the moment mm-hmm. to be like, by the by, here's what I'm doing. Yeah. It's wiggity. It's and then you didn't <laughs> then you weren't quite upfront about some things there's some yeah stuff. i don't know how long that should have gone on where she didn't ever tell him and then you trying to but you trying to go on the road yeah what? i don't know why that's what? why <laughs> where they, i'm sorry where they do that at wait 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 you didn't think that was pertinent information oh uh, yeah yep I, I, I feel while you on that are, piece. I feel you on that because while y'all are singing duets to each other oh, we just it was only three months that's a viable relationship a three-month relationship. The answer is no. This, <laughs> just the answer is no. Well, and here's the thing. No, wait, wait, wait. She wait, wait. no pause. Oh wait. Listen though. Okay. She knew that, or she knew that he would have a reaction and didn't choose and chose not to tell him, and that's whack. Mm-hmm. Because why did you hide it? Why did you? Oh, because I knew you would act this way. That's not a. That's not okay. That's not okay. But it does happen. No, it does. But it's, it's never okay. Thing. I've it's done that before. It doesn't right, work out well. Okay. And you just end up looking like a little liar. And you make it so much worse because you're adding fan to a flint. Like, if it's not that serious, then don't hide it. Transparency is very important. But don't be For like, sure. oh, I knew you trip, so I chose not to tell you. And then, and then, and then, I'm standing at the bar, <laughs> and I got to find out from old dude? Yeah, he going to tell me something about you? I don't like it. That was disrespectful. I'm not for it. It's disrespect. Somebody needs to put some respect on Jack's name. And it ain't Rebecca. It ain't Rebecca. It's not Rebecca. So, all right. We'll see. You cannot feel a way about, because that is definitely, hypothetically speaking, but I so feel you and I so I No, but I, I, no, the reason I'm saying I feel a way is because this week I've actually been thinking about it, like in off time, like driving down the street, like, I just... It ain't right. That's called a it ain't successful right. show. And now he's he, how he here he's here on Valentine's Day. Drama. I'm upset. I can't even talk right. Here he is, booth for one Valentine's Day, going back to his old ways, which was a bad. That was a bad choice, Jack. That was a bad choice, but not cool. Not cool. <sighs> that show has everyone in their feelings. Listen, it's so good, Milo. We love you. But I really be like, look at and and day. look and what's hilarious is how nobody likes which call it. What's his name? Miguel. Right. Although he tried to kind of come for I it, I liked him a little better. He was a little better in this episode. He did a good job of making me like him. This time. It's it's mm, for like he five tried. seconds. The way the way Kevin was like, mm, let's just say I don't <laughs> no. not like you. I was so awesome. I loved it. Awesome. Safe. It's not like they just became best friends. That's not realistic. It's not realistic. No. And I don't know. Listen, these are, I believe these are like among the best writers in the game, but I don't know how they are going to flip this to ever make us stand for For Rebecca and Miguel, like as a couple. I don't know. They're going to have to spend a lot of, a lot of of time on that episode. Anyways, Rebecca, girl, get your life. Okay. Get it together, ma'am. Thank you guys for listening. If you have any categories or topics you want to discuss with us on the show, let us know. 
we can't be the only people out here feeling this way about this is us we know we can't it's like the best show on television right now (laughs) like tell us what you think um yeah send us an email we're listening okay it's our favorite time you ready dre of course here we go recent revelations nice yeah i feel like we get better every single time i don't even know if we can get any better do you have a so much better a revelation Uh, no you can go first okay this is gonna be the most random thing you've ever heard I don't know, Danielle. In I've your heard life. A lot of random things from you. <laughs> so I'm not sure. So I was reading, I'm trying to eat better. Okay. Mm. And in my in my quest to eat better, I was reading up about certain veggies, mm-hmm. vegans, vegetarians, this whole thing. And I was right, going right, down this right. rabbit trail. There you go. I don't know if this is a, an erroneous fact. I don't know if this is true. But I have to tell you this. Okay. So what I read is that some vegetarians and vegans refuse to eat cucumbers. Do you do you know why? Why? It's going to blow your mind because cucumbers are supposed to be very healthy. Um, They're supposed to be like detoxing. They are. um, They got tons of water. I don't know. Lots of stuff. Okay, you put them on your eyes. Um, Long story short. And this, like I said, I did not unpack this any further. I just stopped when I read it because it sounded a little... Anyways, <laughs> what I read was that some vegetarians and vegans do not eat cucumbers because they have a central nervous system that can register pain. What? Right. And so they feel like it's hurting the cu- Like the cucumber can actually feel pain. And that's a moral conflict for them. What are your thoughts on that? Because the same way you're looking at me, I was like, is it? I don't. Wait, what? What don't, what don't I know about cucumbers? Wait, where? Where's cucumbers the... have a central nervous system. Where is it? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Mm, I need more research. What? I know. I should have researched it. But literally, like cucumbers actual, like they kind of have. That's like a real thing. Yeah. Okay. These are yeah. not alternative facts. They so so scientists in Germany, now that I'm looking it up, say vegetables let out screams when they are cut. Fruits what? squeal and flowers cry. It's not gas. The researchers have pro- <laughs> developed a way to hear plant sounds which are normally inaudible to humans. Oh my god. When a leaf or stem This is- sounds like fern gully. When a leaf or stem is sliced, the plant signals pain by releasing the gas ethylene over its entire surface. Bombarding the gas chemicals with laser beams produces a sound wave, which is picked up by microphones. The more a plant is subjected to stress, the louder the signal on the microphone. The scientists were most surprised by the reaction of a cucumber, which appeared to be in good shape, but was yelling in agony. What? (laughs) This conversation is making me uncomfortable. Top five. Okay. Top five crybabies. What is, where is this research coming from? I, it's erroneous on the Google. Guys, I'm not saying this is scientific. I'm simply saying I literally just, I Googled um, cucumber central nervous system. <laughs> then it says top five crybabies. Banana, tomato, cucumber, apple, melon. No, this, we're stopping the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. 
it's you'll see it you'll see it like oh my google gosh. i feel like this deserves a part two this is crazy guys this deserves a part two I, is it not like so some people are like no cucumbers so some people are like no cucumbers no tomatoes. here's salad. the thing even if there's a central nervous system though i can't imagine like maybe that doesn't mean they have a brain like i can't imagine there's a brain in there no that's like oh my god we're being eaten but right. it, there is it appears that there's scientific research that says that they do feel pain so I, listen Maybe I will be not doing my job by telling you guys that this is on Snopes next week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just happen to. It literally is all over the place. Like, oh, yeah. Fun facts about cucumbers. So uh, I'll keep you posted. I also have a scientific study. To a real share. one? A real one? <laughs> saying that it, I didn't say yours wasn't real. I was just saying I, I saw this video online on Facebook, of course. And it says that studies show that intelligent people use more swear words. Have you ever heard someone say that people curse because they can't find the correct word to say? Like their yes, vocabulary is not as, as extensive enough to, you know, yeah. say something important. <clears throat> well, researchers mm. at a college in New York say that curse the big vocabulary of curse words is a sign of higher rhetorical skill wow and those that can name the most swear words in one minute tend to have a greater overall vocabulary mm. a voluminous taboo voluminous 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 i can't see i can't speak so it doesn't <laughs> matter if you if you can say it, swear words or not <laughs> Taboo lexicon may better be considered an indicator of healthy verbal abilities rather than a cover for their deficiencies. Speakers who use taboo words understand their general expressive content as well as nuanced distinctions that must be drawn to use slurs appropriately. Whoa. So they're thinking, you know what they're I'm thinking. saying? They're also funnier, apparently. Hmm. Okay, okay. They have less stress, apparently. All I'm saying is... We may want to swear a little bit more in order to <laughs> increase our intelligence. Okay. Guys, so we're just going to tell you right now, there's going to be a lot of swear words. Tons. You've been warned. <laughs> Wait, I have to add. Because <laughs> yeah, I just read this. In the first experiment, the researchers gathered 43 participants. Wait, 30 of whom were women. Oh, who had to come up with as many swear words and animal names as possible in one minute. How awesome would it have been to be, to be part a part of that? Of this study. Wait, I know one person in particular who would love to be a part of this study. They ended up coming with 533 taboo words, including lesser known words such as ass pirate. I is just, that <laughs> is that a real word or amazing? I think that's a I feel like that's a compound Ooh. swear. Yeah, I love it. It's just great. Anyway. Guys, smarter people curse. You can take that to work with you. <laughs> okay, we did it. We're all done. D, you're the best. Thank you for all your extreme knowledge in the area of feminism and cucumbers. I have a feeling I might be telling you this article is on the onion next week. <laughs> can't wait i may have for fallen i may have you fallen may have victim fallen deep into i don't know we'll see facts. i can't wait um but i love you and thank yeah, you for giving me a voice too. we love you okay <laughs> love you. <laughs> this is your platform girl 
We love our co-producer and engineer, cousin. Jared Johnson. Jared Johnson. You're the best. And we thank our moms for supporting our ridiculousness. You guys are the best. Really, they're the best. Mom, you never fail to let me know that we are destined for greatness. We hear it all the time on Facebook, and we thank you. <laughs> Joanne, you're the greatest. <laughs> Listeners out there, follow us on Facebook. We um, are working on our social media. We are present. We want to give you guys some laughs, some chuckle, and we want you We want you to talk to us. Mm-hmm. So come mm-hmm. hang out. See you next time. Johnson's out. <laughs> <laughs>